everyone, welcome to this edition of Big Time Talkers. Um, so, I am Tommy Haley. And I'm Ben Duncan. And then in the Discord chat is Brock Gordon. Brock, would you like to say hi to us? Or is your voice so shot that you won't say hi? Hello. Very nice input from Brock. We're going to have a lot of input input from Brock today, as you can tell. A lot, a lot of, we're going to have a lot of input. Isn't that right, Brock? Very, real, very political. We do not get political on this, this show, remember? Oh, Why does he have to say that? Either way, boys, football. 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 But before we do football, let's do MIPS, our most idiotic person of the week. Ben, would you like to go first? Um, let's go with... Mine is Denver Broncos uh, head coach Nathaniel Hackett. Can you give us a reasoning as to why? He doesn't trust uh, Russell Wilson to throw the ball. And guess what? We'll have more on that later in the episode. So I will go next. My MIP is NFL professional kickers. Specifically, the kicker for the Cincinnati Bengals. How can you not make a 27-yard Evan McPherson? How can you miss? Now, before I say this, I get it. The laces were not out. The laces were in. But come on, dude. It's like a 29-yard chip shot field goal to win the game. And you just shank it left. Far left. Come on. Come on. Come on, man. You're getting paid to kick football. You should. That should be automatic for him. Automatic. But hey. That's my MIP of the week, Evan McPherson, for basically making ki- missing kicks. Hell, this actually happened last year, week one, with Evan McPherson. So, they got a case of deja vu here. Mr. Gordon, if you would please like to type your MIP in Discord, please. And it is Mr. Gordon himself for reasons for losing my voice and for a team scoring a touchdown to end the game. What, wait, what does that mean? Me losing my voice routine scoring a touchdown. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Yes. Yes, I forgot that you guys went up to that. We will talk about that in a second. But first... We'll talk more about it tomorrow on... Earning our stripes. There we go. How did you forget that? I, I just didn't know if I should have that tomorrow or whenever it gets posted. Speaking of posted... Let's guess the year. Mr. Gordon, can you actually talk for this? Please, please. Because I don't want to have to do this. The floor is yours. Time's yours. Yeah, this is about Take all time. you're going to get from me, unfortunately. Uh, us, or wait, no, you couldn't send us the thing because we wouldn't be able to guess the year. Yep. So Correct. Also, why did you just send it in Discord? <clears throat> That's a fantasy football sca- fantasy. Or score. Oh, it's, I think it's fantasy football. This yep. Wait, he lost it. You lost in fantasy this week? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. Well, we're yeah. transitioning into NFL football now. Uh, well, I, I mean, guess. Hold on. We still got to guess the year. 
that's a thing we gotta do. Isn't that right, Mr. Brock Duncan Gordon? What? Hey, yo. I hate you so much. I want to guess the year. And he said himself, I, and he said, and he said, um, himself, he'll say it. That's what, that's all you'll get. All right, can you hear me now? Yes, time is yours. Cool. I don't know why my Discord wasn't working. This game is from Saturday, September 14th. Royals on this day won 5-1 to one over the Detroit Tigers in Comerica Park. Here's the Royals lineup for that day. Batting first, the left fielder, Michael Tucker. <laughs> Batting second, the center fielder, Carlos Beltran. Batting third, the first baseman, Mike Sweeney. Batting fourth, the DH, Mike er, Joe Randa. Batting fifth, the third baseman, Kit Pillow. Wow, okay. Batting sixth, the right fielder, Brandon Berger. Batting seventh, the shortstop, Angel Barrow. Catcher, batting eighth, A.J. Hinch. And batting ninth, the second baseman and third baseman, Luis Ordans. The pitcher for your Kansas City Royals, Paul Bird. Paul Bird. I need the year. I never realized A.J. Hinch played for the Royals. What the heck? Yeah, me neither until someone said it. All right, I'm... Gonna say two thousand four. I am going to say I'm gonna go two years earlier than Ben. I'm gonna go two thousand and two. It is two thousand and two. Let's go in front of eighteen thousand six hundred and ninety-three fans. Two hours and 40 minutes. Two hours and 40 minutes? Wow, that was quick. And that's all the talking you're getting out of me because my voice hurts like hell. All right. I don't know. What, them cough drops must, must be shit. He must be. You got to be using Ricola, bro. Ricola. Congratulations for Ricola. winning. Winning guess the year, Tommy. Yes, thank you. Congratulations to myself. Speaking of congratulations. Tommy couldn't beat Macy. Oh. Let's trend it. Shut the fuck up. Speaking of congratulations, let's transition to college football real quick. Because Scott Frost is fired. He is gone. He is no more Nebraska's head coach. Thank God. All he wanted to do was try to make his alma mater good. Yeah, too bad he made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God he is gone after a, after a crushing victory upset, stunning upset victory at home at the hands of Georgia Southern. And that was pretty much kind of, you know, the, the trend of the day on Saturday. We had a lot of upsets. We had Marshall going into touchdown Jesus in South Bend and straight up just taking care of business against Notre Dame. 
26 to 21. 26-21. Taking straight up taking care of business. Making Notre Dame fall out of the top 25. It's straight, yeah, they, they literally a loss so bad they're not even ranked anymore. Team that is still ranked is uh, Texas A&M, even though App State literally just got literally sent them a dagger. And that game was the Mountaineers' first win over an AP Top 10 team since 2007. That is that is correct. I believe that was... Oh, I believe that was the Michigan game, wasn't it? Was that the Michigan game? I'm not sure. It was the Michigan... No, it is the Michigan game. You mean to tell me that the last AP-ranked team that they beat was... A- AP Top 10. In 2007? Yes. Yeah, that was... No, yeah, that was Michigan. That was literally the Michigan game. That's that's crazy, bro. That's so crazy. It was Michigan. God, what a game. Um, another, Another very surprising thing was Texas hanging with Alabama most of the game. That was another surprise that I just didn't really expect. Alabama just kind of sweating out a win by one point, 20-19. Alabama and, made me mad watching that, dude. I was, I was like, seeing bits and pieces there. I'm like, I'm like, why is Texas making this game so close? Alabama should be blowing the doors off of this team. But no, instead of that. Also, but did you see what happened after the game ended where all the Alabama players were putting horns down and Saban was like, cut that shit out! Huh. I wouldn't say because Bama's... I wouldn't, I wouldn't say because Bama's overrated. It's just that, you know... Your first, folks, Brock typed out that Bama is overrated. <laughs> sure. Sure, Bama's overrated. You know what's too overrated, more overrated than Bama? Clemson. Clemson's an overrated team. There was another top 25 team that lost to an unranked, Tommy. Uh, who was that, Mr. Duncan? Ah, Texas Tech in double overtime. Beating? Houston in double overtime. Yes, we know that, but the Bulldogs are going to win it all. And... I don't know if you guys know or not, but um. Oh, after, another team got another after top Texas 20. Tech beat number twenty-five Houston. Uh, the Texas Tech fans stormed the field and tore down the goalposts. How could I forget this game too? Washington State also pulled off the upset against Wisconsin, seventeen to fourteen. That's right. So it was. So week two was kind of the week of upsets. Then you had Kentucky going into the swamp and basically taking care of business as well. Oh, yeah. Kentucky's good, man. Kentucky is really good. And people don't give credit for that. They're going to be in a dogfight against Georgia. I feel that as much. Uh, wow, he actually spoke. He spoke. He had words. I agree with you, Brock. I actually kind of have to agree. Like, I feel like Kentucky may give Georgia a run for their money. That just depends on what Georgia team shows up. Because if it's the Georgia team that showed up against Oregon, you know, it's not even going to be close. Oh, 
But, um, yeah, other than that, that was pretty much it. Oh, forgot to say, we had another overtime game. BYU. The Cougars upsetting the Bears in Provo, 26-20, you know, double overtime. How could I forget about that? It's another AP Top 10 team falling. Mm-hmm. Dude, these games, now that BYU is going to be joining the Big 12 and that's going to be a regular occurring game, those games are going to be great. Those games are going to be awesome. Definitely. Definitely. I couldn't say, I don't know about basketball. I feel like they'd get smoked by Baylor in basketball. But hey, the football game was awesome. They rushed the field after that and all that kind of stuff. Um, Another overtime game that happened, Tennessee. Going over Pitt, 34-27. Really wanted Pitt to win that. I, mm. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that was the final score. Utah just taking care of business mm-hmm. against, against Southern Utah, 73-7. to just blowing the doors off them casually. They put a 75, they almost put a 75, they almost put an 80 burger up on Southern Utah. But I want to go back to Nebraska because there is something I saw of a list of candidates that Nebraska's head coaching or ca- uh, coaching candidates. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Mel Mizzou? Well, I mean, you guys are going to talk about that more on earning, I mean, yeah, I would like to talk Mizzou about... Mizzou got blown out by K-State at That's K-State. all I'm going to talk about. If you guys want to listen to more Mizzou, you guys can listen to Earning Our Stripes because Brock and Ben like to go in-depth on Missouri. They'll recap the game. I mean, they've pretty much got a bunch of content, which I believe we should be seeing a vlog sooner or later. That's if they recorded enough my, content my to do a vlog. Is up. My YouTube channel. Oh yes, at Elite Tiger Sports. Yes, go watch that. That's the vlog that did. Did you do what we told you to do? And yes, I know it's on Ben's channel. He literally just said that. But yeah, if you want to, like, but yeah, if you want to know what happened during the Masu game, can work in earning our stripes. Um, one thing I forgot about watching watching that game is that uh, Adrian Martinez transferred to K State and just had a day against uh, Missouri, didn't he? Didn't he, Ben? Yeah, him and uh, uh, Deuce, Deuce take a poop on the field, Vaughn. <laughs> take a poop on the field, Vaughn. Yeah, so I want to really quickly go back to... Holy cow! Sorry, I'm just looking at my the my vlog because I posted that... Um, it's been up. So I want you almost forty eight hours, but so here, so here is apparently this is from like uh, I don't know who it is, but apparently these are the top coaching candidates for Nebraska, and I don't want anyone. I don't want them to be ruined by this program. And here's the list: Mark Stoops. Sam, I, there's no way. This is apparently from Elite to Boost. This is from like a booster. They said Sam Pittman, Gary Patterson. I just, I just don't see. Those are like some of the names that like came up. And I'm like, there's no way these people are leaving their programs. 
Like, mm-hmm. like when I saw Sam Pittman's name, I'm like, he's going to die in Arkansas Razorbacks head coach. He is a head coach for life there. Wouldn't you agree, Mr. Gordon? Please say yes in chat. Meh. Really? You really think he would leave Arkansas? Do the, say the, Type this in as an unbiased college football fan and not as a Missouri fan. What are the chances Sam Pittman leaves Arkansas? I say none. They run through coaches like my, Yeah, that's true. At least this is no Bobby Petrino this time. Right? 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 <laughs> yeah, I don't just, just I don't I don't know who they would hire as their next head coach because like what is what is like the what is the entice enticement of going to Nebraska? I get it's the Five national championships, the school, like the hit, the rich football history there, but like all that's in the past. Like I get, it's a well-known perennial national program, but it's just not enticing to go there anymore. They're just not good, and this is coming from a Nebraska fan. They're just not good. They're just not good anymore, and I've accepted that. God, I sound like a Missouri fan. No offense. No offense. Uh, no offense. It is what it is. But it is what it is. We suck, so we suck. Yeah, but uh, speaking of Bobby Petrino, Bobby Petrino, he actually returns this week to Arkansas as Missouri State goes to Fayetteville to play the University of Arkansas. Brock, I wanted, to, I wanted, if you could type in Discord, please, because I know Noah can't say this. How much do you think Missouri State is getting paid to play Arkansas? Like a cool $2 million? Ben, how much do you think they're getting paid to play this game? Because they always pay teams to play the play each other. A lot of money. A lot of money. Well, no, I, I know, like, um, who did Mizzou play for homecoming a couple of years, like last year or the year before? I don't know. Uh, who does Mizzou play this week? Because I will highly expect a vlog from you. At the yeah, league we, we play uh, ACU. Who? ACU. I. Some lower. Always yell, Brock always yells at me about it because I don't know how it's pronounced. If it's Abilene or Abilene. 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 There you go. We play Abilene <laughs> Christian University. And so hopefully we can win that one and maybe see Sam Horn start, question mark? I don't know. That'd be for more to you guys to talk about on Earning Our Stripes. Yes. But other than that, that's really all I've got it about college football talk. Another loaded another loaded weekend this week. Oh, we have yeah, about... we played uh, We played North Texas for homecoming last year on Saturday, October 9th. And we won 48 to 35. And I know that for a fact, we at least. We, at least, that game? we at least paid them 150K. Did you guys lose that game or something? No, Brock we won is like 48 35. Well, why did Brock say, don't remind me? 
don't know. Probably something about last year. Who knows? Backups. Shit the bet. Uh, okay. You mean they almost blew a lead? Oh, okay. Seems very Missouri-like for them to do that. But that's it for college football. Ben, NFL football's back. NFL football is back, and we had some doozies. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. The wishing hour yesterday was the greatest thing ever. Although my brain, for some reason, couldn't process what was happening on NFL Red Zone. I think it's just, you know, since it's the first week back, this is the full slate of NFL football we've had for about six or seven months. So I've got to get those mental reps in. If we have another crazy witching hour again next week. All right, you want me to go ahead and start listing off the scores? Go ahead. All right, so on Thursday, we had Buffalo go into L.A. and stomp them to a pulp 31-10. to Then we had New Orleans at Atlanta, and Jameis Winston pulled the one-point dub over... Atlanta 27-26. You mean to say Atlanta didn't Atlanta and blew another lead? Oh, yeah, they did. Because they were up, like, what, like 16, 17 points? They were up 16 points, and they blew a 16-point lead. Ever since they played the Patriots, they haven't been the same. Some things never change. Atlanta blowing double-digit leads is something that will always be. And then uh, Cleveland goes into Carolina and beats them 26-24. Uh, making uh, Baker's game against the Browns not work out for him. And uh, shout-out to uh, Browns rookie kicker out of LSU, Cannon York, for hitting the 58-yard game winner. Oh, he hit that kick from New York. Mm-hmm. He hit that, that. He had a boot. That thing was a boot. Oh, for sure. He's got a cannon, but it's on his leg. Exactly. Then... We have San Francisco. (laughs) Yes. But then we had San Francisco visiting the very rainy city of Chicago. And uh, at the beginning, it looked like San Francisco was going to be Chicago in Chicago. But then the second half of the game came around and uh, Justin Fields turned the Bears around and they ended up winning 19 to 10 and... An absolute just swamp of a wet field. Bro, after they scored that game-winning touchdown, they literally just did a slip and slide and just yeah. lit. That's so. Apparently, the reason you know why it was so slip slippery because it was brand because, new turf. Or yeah, it was grass. like brand new turf. I think it was it was like some like turf grass thing, but like brand new, so it was pretty slick. Yeah, so it was like yeah, it, it was like and it just kept raining. So they tried to squeegee it and then put it, and they were like, screw it, we're done. Then we had uh, Pittsburgh visiting Cincinnati, God, uh, which ended up going into yeah. overtime. What a wild game. Terrible, terrible job by the kickers. Oh, kickers but, suck. Um, uh, and funny enough, I have Joe Burrow as my starter in our fantasy league. Yeah, and dude, you got I, just, I just like to mention here that uh, at one point I had negative eight points with Joe Burrow, but... Um, uh, Joe Burrow became the first quarterback to throw three interceptions and get sacked four times in a single half 
since Devlin Hodges in 2019. Wow, what a <laughs> wow, what a stat. Also, yeah. I forget to mention, apparently TJ Watt has torn pectoral muscle. TJ yeah, Watt has torn his pectoral muscle. He only has played one game in the 2022 season and he's already out for the 2022 season with a torn pec. But Pittsburgh and a pick, is... it was just the absolute force of nature during that game. Look, I'm going to say this right now. He is the best defensive player other than him and Aaron Donald are like tied for first yeah. for defensive player in the NFL. Mm-hmm. There's no one or With there's Michael no, Parsons both, behind them. Because they're so dominant at what they both do. There's no one and two. They're both 1A. They're both one because of how dominant they are. They're both number one for their position they play. Yes. Although we, we also forget the fact that, you know, Pittsburgh or Cincinnati had like 15 seconds left on the play clock and they decided to punt it and they could have ran time down more. Yeah. But they didn't. I don't know why. I don't know what Zach Taylor was thinking. But But after back and forth missed field goals in overtime, uh, Chris Boswell finally ends up kicking a field goal, winning it for Pittsburgh 23 to 20. Then. We had Philadelphia visiting Detroit in a very close game where uh, seats were sold out at Ford Field. There was only standing room available, if everybody didn't know. Yeah, for the first time on Thanksgiving, I think that's like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to put like, uh, where's the 2019 season that a stadium had been sold out to just standing? Well, don't they usually sell out for Thanksgiving games? I don't, I don't know, but Philadelphia ended up coming in and winning 38-35. Then we have Indianapolis visiting Houston, and that is our tie of the week. It went into overtime. Boo! That's mark my words. I know this might be really. I know it's week one, but I feel like that tie is gonna bite them in the ass. Hey, I'm just saying, look out for that, like, the game against the Jaguars in, like, the last three weeks of the season. <laughs> Hold on, that game is, although that game is not in Jacksonville, the game's in Indianapolis. Because next week, because next week, they go to Jacksonville early in the year. Then, we had New England visiting Miami and getting smacked. Um, New England ended up losing that 7-20. to uh, Tyreek Hill had a little under 100 yards receiving and no touchdowns. Um, but uh, Miami looked good. and Miami uh, looked really good. Speaking yeah. of Miami, did you see the thing where someone left a grill unattended and like 14 <laughs> cars are like straight, were straight up burnt to a crisp? Oh, Lord. It was like 13 or 14 cars were just straight up like burnt up because of an unintended grill. Also... I know it's week one, but I know we're not Patriots fans here. We're just, like, always Patriots haters because, you know, how we were growing up to hate them mm-hmm. when the height of their powers. Do we really think Mac Jones is the guy? Is Mac Jones the guy? Like, he looked off. He looked very off during this game. Yeah, but they were in Miami. Yeah, that's the thing. They were in Miami. Plus, I think I thought I saw something that he had, like, was going in this game with, like, a back injury or something like back that. Back spasms, yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of a knee-jerk reaction, but, you know, 
It's his, plus it's his second year, so he's going to have that sophomore slump. Yeah. And then, uh, but speaking of this uh, Patriots-Dolphins game, I saw a video of like some fans like at the end of the game that some guy was recording some dudes that were like, we want Buffalo. We want no. Buffalo. No, after the way like, well, you guys, you play them in two weeks, man. I mean, that game's going to be good. Also, Mike McDaniel's the man. Oh, yeah. He is the man. Then, and you know what's funny? It's like looking at Miami fans and how they were reacting on Sunday. It's like for once, it's like we actually like it was actually bearable to watch this team play. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, the Dolphins look good. They might be a yeah. threat to Buffalo in the AFC East. Then we had uh, Baltimore visiting New York, the New York Jets, and ended up uh, spoiling. Uh, quit laughing, bro! Spo- quit laughing. Spoiling laughing? The, the Raven. Er, Joe Flacco was starting for the Jets, and I was hoping that he would win this for him, but he failed to win against his former team because Baltimore won twenty-four to nine. He still helped his former team win. He, he helped his former team win, but not the team he's on now. But I did see that he threw the ball fifty-nine times. <laughs> That's an elite quarterback play right there. That's an elite quarterback play right there. He is such an elite quarterback to throw at the ball 60 freaking times. Then, Although, yeah. but can we agree that the Jets just are perennially just stink? Yeah. They just straight up stink. They just stink. And then uh, we had Jacksonville visiting Washington with a Washington Scraping away with the win, uh, twenty-eight to twenty-two. And I them damn. I, I'm I'm saying scraping because, as we know, Carson Wentz is their starter, and I did see that he threw he threw a pick directly to uh, uh Jacksonville's rookie defensive end, which was kind of funny. That that's a typical that's a typical Carson Wentz thing for him to do, isn't that right, Mister Gordon? Whoa, don't get it. Whoa, 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 whoa. I get it. You don't like Carson Wentz. You don't got to say it like that. I plead the fifth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure. Then we had the New York Giants going into Tennessee and upsetting Tennessee 21 to 20. And I'm just going to say Brian Dabble, the the Giants' new head coach, he's a baller, dude. They need a he needs a wheelbarrow for the big giant balls that he's carrying around. Going forward on the two point conversion with Saquon Barkley up the middle. Although that goes to show you how much he trusts Saquon Barkley. I'm I'm glad that Saquon had a good game though too because he had some good good running rushing plays. I don't want to talk about it because I went up against Saquon in fantasy and he tore my ass to shreds. Uh. And you better not fucking laugh about it in chat, Brock. Then we had uh, my Kansas City Chiefs visiting Arizona and uh, stomping them forty-four to twenty-one. We did let them score a couple touchdowns in garbage time, but we had the backups in anyways. But oh, also, can we talk about how Justin Reed was? You know. Taking over for kick kickoff duties. Oh yes, uh, Harrison Butker did get an ankle injury partway through the game. How did he even? We injured? had our 
I don't know, but we had our, our safety, Justin Reed, come in and kick an extra point, multiple kickoffs, a 54-yard field goal. Did he make it? He did. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. So, if Bucker does go down again, we have somebody to replace him, and we don't have to assign another kicker. That's true. Can I say one thing, though? But Butker did come back in the fourth quarter, so... This, can I say one thing? Sure. The team was ridiculously boring. After, when like, yeah. the team were up 20-something at after the first quarter, I'm like, this is so freaking boring. Yeah. Ridiculously boring. And, of course, I have to deal with this every day, every Sunday, at like, noon or 325. Yeah. But I will say that... um. Patrick Mahomes did throw five touchdowns that game. And um, with those five touchdowns thrown, uh, that was Patrick Mahomes' fifth career road game with five touchdowns, which ties him for most all time. Jesus Christ. I'm trying to think, like, geez, that's his fifth road game where he's thrown five touchdowns? I mean, mean, here's the thing, though. The Cardinals just aren't that good. I just don't think the Cardinals are all that. Say the G word, Ben? What does that mean? Uh, ben, apparently Brock wants you to say the G word. I don't know what that means. I, I don't know either. Oh. The goat! Okay. Come, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't say he is. He, he's got to win. He's working on it. I mean, what, Brady has, what, seven Super Bowls? Mahomes needs to win ten before we call him the go. Yes. Then, uh... Mahomes needs to wield two infinity gauntlets of Super Bowl rings before we call him the go. Moving on to our next game, we had Las Vegas going to L.A. to face the Chargers. And uh, it was a really close game, but the Chargers did end up coming out with the win, 24-19. But I will say, the Derek Carr to um, Devontae Adams connection is looking good. It's as Yeah, as much as I say there's other problems the Raiders have, that looked really good. It did. I still can't believe that, you know. Well, I feel like you'll talk about it next, because I'll be in the next game. But yeah, I mean, that looks really good. I mean, I didn't know what to really expect, but that looked really good, their connection. Yeah, and it's kind of a make-or-break season for Derek Carr. Like like we say, like everyone says every season with Derek Carr. Yeah. Then, uh, I was upset about this, but um, we had a Green Bay going into Minnesota. Why were you upset about this? I thought Green Bay was going to win, man. But we had Green Bay going into Minnesota and losing 23-7. to Aaron Rodgers has no one to throw to. I know. That, that's, that's what I figured out as I, why as did I you expect, saw this. Why did you expect Aaron Rodgers to go into Minnesota where he sometimes always struggles and lose and straight up think he's going to go in there and beat Minnesota? I will say, though, that at least uh, Michael Irvin's prediction didn't come true. That's true. Saying that Kirk Cousins is going to throw eight touchdowns against the Packers. 
He could, hell, the way they were playing, it, he could have. I mean, I guess. I don't know. But can we say, um, who's... Oh, but I, did th- I, I did see a funny meme, though, that said um, Aaron Rodgers uh, on 12 different kinds of drugs uh, watching uh, Christian Watson drop a 75-yard touchdown pass. Bro, he, dude, and he threw that so perfectly, and he dropped it like there was butter in it. He had butter fingers. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of funny. <laughs> Which I, yes, I find downright hilarious. But every time I see that, every time I saw that replay on Turnout, I'm like, dude, you got to catch that ball. You have oh, to catch that ball. He put it on his, dude, he put it right on the money and he dropped it. Oh, yeah. Hell, you and me could have probably caught that pass. <laughs> probably. But Brock probably could have caught that pass, too. Isn't that right, Mr. Gordon? I caught a punt on Saturday. That's right. Brock did catch a punt on Saturday. So That's he true. So he, could have, so he could have easily caught a 75-yard dime from Aaron Rodgers. Then uh, we move on to uh, the Battle of the Boring. Uh, Tampa Bay going into Jerry World against Dallas. And uh, Tom Brady ended up taking... The Buccaneers in a win, uh, nineteen to three over Dallas. Speaking um, of Dallas, did you see their trainer that they had? I did not, but I saw that uh, Dak Prescott is out getting a uh, thumb surgery. Looks to return week eight or week ten. Yeah, but did you see the trainer that was like grabbing his hand and all that, checking him? I did not. Dude had the sweetest looking cowboy hat I have ever seen in my life. Ooh. <laughs> That thing was here. Let me see if I can find a picture. Let me see if I can find a picture. Let me see. 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 Ah, here it is. Although it's not a really, it's a good looking cowboy hat. But come on, you got to go. Let's just look at this hat. Look at how beautiful this hat is. Nice, nice and smooth. Either you got to go like the the ranch cowboy hat, or you got to go full Doug Dimmadome. Like that. That's the kind of hat that you need to go. That's a that's a Stetson. Okay, thank you, thank you for the the term. He was wearing a Stetson hat, but he the, the man's got to go full on Doug Dimmadome with the hat. Once you agree, Brock, that's like you, you got to add like twenty. He's got the color pretty much right. He's got the color. Yeah, no, he's got the color. It's a Stet. Oh, that's the brand. Oh, yeah, I don't know. What type of, I don't know what type of hat it is. It's just a cowboy hat. But anyways, it's a good looking hat. It's a very good looking hat. Although next time he's got to go full on Doug Dimmadome with it, then yeah, obviously it's not cheap. He's the trainer for the cow. He's a he's like the medical staff for the Cowboys. Then we end it with our Monday Night Football game, which wrapped up a little while ago. And, uh, Russell Wilson was taking the Broncos into Seattle, and they lost. <laughs> Seventeen. And you know what's funny? They're against Geno Smith. Bro, Geno Smith had a game. Geno Smith was darting up the Broncos' defense. Bro, it was like watching Geno Smith play in West Virginia. (laughs) We got West Virginia Geno Smith. I did see something that said somebody was saying... Man, I wish the Broncos traded for Geno Smith. 
<laughs> exactly. Do you remember how we were all saying, like, I don't, before this game, everyone was like, why the hell is Geno Smith starting this game? It should be Drew Locke instead of Geno Smith. But here was Geno Smith's stat line for the game. He went 23-28 with 195 passing yards and two tutties. Maybe if it was Drew Locke, there would have been at least two picks. Exactly, that's the thing. If it would have been Locke, it would have been say, but it's true. <laughs> that's coming from... Folks, this is coming from a Missouri fan, by the way. Brock, wouldn't you agree if Drew started if Drew Locke started this game, he would at least have two or three picks? One, that's it. Just one. I feel like he would have had two. Four picks. Oh, off. Off. Sounds about right. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I was just yeah, that kinda of sounds about right. Then, uh, yeah, so that covers our um, all of the, the games. Uh, I was going to go into uh, the in- injury report if you guys want me to talk about that. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, go ahead. I mean, yeah. I talked about it, you know, with yes. uh, P.J. Watt presumably being out of the season with a tournament. Yeah. But uh, I'm, just gonna min- I'm just going to mention the big ones, though, okay? Go ahead. All right. So for the Cardinals... Uh, J.J. Watt is still out, listed as a calf uh, day-to-day, so we might see him next week. Hopefully. Um, let's see. Oh, for the Ravens, we have our first, or no, we have uh, our first torn ACL of the season. Oh, we do? For the Ravens, cornerback uh, Kyle Fuller suffered a torn ACL on Sunday and will be out for the year. Oh, that sucks. And then uh, left tackle Jawan James suffered a torn Achilles. Mm. And will mm. miss the rest of the season. Ouch, that sucks. So it's already starting after, during week one for the Ravens. We obviously mentioned Dak will be out a couple, like a month or so with that uh, yeah. broken hand. Surprisingly, uh, no injuries for the Bears. There was an injury for the Falcons, but nothing of... Nothing of no? Good. Who yeah. cares? The Falcons. Yeah, some random offensive lineman got put on injured reserve. I'm a Saints fan, Brock. You really think I care about the Falcons? Um, for the Bengals, uh, T. Higgins is in concussion protocol. Oh, and, really? Uh, Bengals long snapper Clark Harris is expected to miss extended time due to a torn bicep. Oof. Do we have any injury updates on uh, butt kicker? Um, let's see. Nothing for the... I'm, I'm going down, like, alphabetically, but um, nothing for the Browns. Uh, yeah, Cowboys, Dak Prescott will be looking to return week 8 or 10 after thumb surgery. And, yeah, uh, one of those weeks they have a bye. Yeah. Uh, Broncos, nothing of note. Uh, Packers, nothing really. Nothing for Houston. Uh... Nothing for Jaguars. Oh, for the Chiefs, we got quite a few. Okay. Oh, really? Here we go. It, it says injuries Patrick Mahomes left wrist, but he no, had full he'll practice. Be, so, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster limited with his shoulder. Uh, limited, limited, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Harrison Butker uh, did not practice. And... Uh, 
cornerback rookie cornerback Trent McDuffie did not practice due to ha- pulled hamstring. Mm. And it does say that the Chiefs have signed kicker Matt Amendola to the practice squad. Really? Yes. Huh, okay. So, there's some rumblings, but it's not guaranteed for sure just yet, but we'll see. Justin Reed should be the star kicker for week two. I think. This is coming from a Saints fan. Justin Reed should be the week two starting kicker. Let's see, for the Raiders, cornerback Anthony Averett suffered a broken thumb. Chargers... Keenan Allen will have an MRI to uh, determine the extent of his hamstring injury. It's not good. That's going to be crucial. Especially especially for my fantasy. Yeah, especially in that. They're coming off a short week. They play Thursday night. Mm. Uh, Cornerback J.C. Jackson ankle has a 50-50 shot at playing Thursday night. That's another crucial one. That's another. Yeah, that's another huge one. Uh, Rams... Nothing really. Uh, New England, as we mentioned, Mac Jones is believed to have suffered back spasms during Sunday's loss to the to oh NFL got it wrong. It says loss to the Patriots, but they meant to say loss to the Dolphins. He played so bad he lost to his own team. Uh, Saints, there is nobody, but they did sign defensive back Trey Swilling, the son of former Saints star linebacker Pat Swilling. Nice. And is being signed to the practice squad, so. Very nice. Cool to see. Also, another thing I didn't realize is Melvin Ingram. Uh, He balled out for um, the Dolphins, man. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even know he signed with the Dolphins. Yeah, but he 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 picked up that fumble and took it right into the end zone. Yeah, when I saw that, I'm like, wait, is he not with the Chiefs anymore? Oh, no, we, we got rid of him and got Carlos Dunlap. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. But I was like, oh, yeah, that's it. But it was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forget he went to Miami. Then nothing no, but nothing for the Giants. For the Eagles, defensive end uh, Derek Barnett suffered a torn ACL and will be out the rest of the season. That's, that's kind of a blow for them. Steelers running back Najee Harris is dealing with a foot injury that may re- may be related to the Liz Frank sprain he sustained early in training camp. Sold out for a bit. I mean, it looked like they were fine at the running back position since now that he's gone. They looked fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, then, as we mentioned, T.J. Watt is said to have an MRI on Monday to determine the severity of his pectoral injury. Yeah, like how... But did you even see when he came off the field, he literally, like, like he literally mouth, I tore my pec. Yeah. I don't understand why they're speculating. Like, just do the Jerry Jones thing. Mm-hmm. And just say, yeah, he's going to be out with this injury for the rest of the season, like with Dak. And it was going to be like, yeah, he's out with a hand injury. for a couple, He'll be missing like a month or two. So, yeah. Then for the 49ers, which hurts me in fantasy, running back Elijah Mitchell will miss eight weeks recovering from an MCL sprain. Seahawks, uh, safety Jamal Adams was carted off Monday against the Broncos and did not return. So... That's something with his knee. Buccaneers. Wide receiver Chris Godwin could be sidelined a few weeks after suffering a hamstring strain. Um, nothing for the Titans. Washington. Uh, defensive tackle. 
is it Pydarian or Fidarian Mathis is set for season ending knee surgery after suffering a torn meniscus. And that is the in terms of big injuries for the week. Oh, let's see. Bro, uh, ben, you got anything? Oh, yes. Before we, before we, before we go to picks, we will honor those we lost Sunday. Never forget. Never forget. Tommy, before we go to that, um, let's. I'll cover our uh, fantasy football league. Because of wait, is that why? I thought we were talking about the other thing that happened on Sunday. Oh, we forgot to mention the queen. The queen. Did you guys see the queen died? I forgot to mention that. Uh, yeah, the queen died. Anyway, speaking of anything else, Ben, you got three things to talk about. Um, I was gonna cover our uh, our football, our fantasy football <laughs> league, my boy. Ah, yes, fantasy football league. Um, I lost. Okay, so. Uh, this week, me and Brock played each other, and I ended up beating him 114 to 112. So, very close one. Uh, very hard fought a battle, Brock. Then we had uh, Dre Cfab, my friend Alec, playing uh, the Sourbacks, uh, Randy, and Alec got beat 134 to 92. Then we had my friend Sean with Mile High Salute playing the Justin Fields Hype Train, beating him uh, 93 to 88. Then Tommy with the Will of D's Nuts lost to Maisie uh, 119 to 70. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. And then uh, B Card Entertainment Papas beat. Mike's Dog Pound, 144 to 140. That was a very close... I mean, the closest game was yours and then B-Card Entertainment Papa's and Mike's Dog Pound. And I was just going to mention that with me having Joe Burrow start, uh, halfway through the game, he had negative eight, but he ended up coming away with 26 and a half points for me. That's the great... That's... Crazy that he'd ended up coming back with a positive. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, Brock had tied into Mike Gusecki for the Dolphins with a .1 points. Bro, he was going off. But freaking the, the, the player of the day was Mahomes in fantasy. The dude had almost, for us, had almost 67 points. Oh, Lord. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he had 66 and a half. Yeah, he had 66 and a half. Dear Lord. Then, let's see. On to next week's. I will be facing Maisie. Uh, Brock will be facing Tommy. Uh, Alec will be facing B-Card Entertainment Papas. The Sourbacks will be facing Mile High Salute. Justin Fields Hype Train will be facing... Mike's Dog Pound. So yes, that is how week two is looking. 
and then, uh, let's see, Tommy, you were wanting me to go to my three things, right? Yeah, if you got three things. I, I was going to just mention before that, uh, we haven't really talked about it, but, uh, baseball, um, I just want to shout out, uh, Royals starting pitcher Brady Singer for just putting together just another just immaculate outing the other day, pretty much. He's, he's, he's been so good. He's been fantastic. Just absolutely fantastic, and I am excited to have our team build around him pitching-wise. Because he's just been doing amazing. He started off the season a little rough, and they sent him back down to AAA. But then they called him back up, and he's just been amazing since. So, yeah. That's what I was, I was just wanting to mention some Royals baseball there real fast. Yeah, that's fine. That's then, fine. Brock, I think if I am correct, uh, the Pasquatch returns soon, correct? I think he's back already. He's back? I think he is back. Awesome. Yeah, he is back. back. Good to hear. The Italian breakfast. Pasquatch. And the Italian breakfast. Okay. I'm just well, saying guess, that to make, yeah, I'm just that's, saying that's, saying that's saying that to make Brock mad. Yeah, you're just saying that to make Brock mad, but... Isn't that right, Mr. Gordon? Yep, fair enough. Okay. I guess I have my three things here. Um... Number three, um, let's go, my, Ben's three things, let's go. Yeah, let's go, woo! Play whatever Southwestern needed editing. Then, okay, so, for number three, uh, we have Cardinals slugger Albert Pujols, only three home runs away now from 700, Passing Alex Rodriguez for yeah. the time with uh, 697 home runs now. He's going to get it. Oh, He's yeah, gonna- for sure. He's going to get 700. Then, at the number two spot, um, let me see, where was it at? Here we go. Angels outfielder Mike Trout has hit a home run for the seventh straight game in a row now, and he is one game shy of tying the league record for most games with a home run straight. He's at wait, he's at seven games straight? Yeah, he has seven games straight with a home run, and if he hits one tomorrow, then he ties the record. He's gonna get it. I hope so. He's gonna get. I hope. I hope he does. Yeah. Then, at number one, uh, I know we usually don't really talk about it, but uh, in tennis, um, Carlos Alcaraz defeated Casper Rudd in four sets to win men's U.S. Open, becoming the youngest player ever to be ranked uh, ATP number one in tennis. At uh, 19. The man is 19 years old. Tennis. Tennis. Tennis, for real, dude. Tennis. 
But I, I was just wanting to mention that. I can't that really say cool. anything because I can't really say anything about tennis because I play golf. So, but good, good for him winning and everything. Yeah, good for him winning though. We like seeing young studs do well. Anyways, that was my three things for the week. Alrighty, and we're gonna do more three things with picks. We will start off in college football. Where where is my pen? I gotta write these down. The first game that we have, the University of Troy, the Troy Trojans, go to Boone, North Carolina to take on Apps Appalachian State. Boys, Appalachian State is a 12 and a half point favorite. Who do you got? Taking App. App State? Okay, Brock is also taking App State, and it looks like we are all on App State this week. The next game we have BYU going into Oregon. Oregon is a three and a half point favorite. So, congrats. yeah, Brock, I guess we're right. Congrats on Troy for winning this game. I don't know. Game day's going, uh, I forgot to mention that college game day is going to be at Boone, North Carolina, so I don't think they'll lo- uh, lose. But as I am saying, BYU, the Cougars, are going to Eugene, Oregon to face the Ducks. The Ducks are a three and a half point favorite. Boys, who do we have? I will be taking BYU. Ooh, interesting. Brock, who do you have? Brock is going with the Cougars of BYU. And obviously he's going with the Cougars, like his third favorite team. (laughs) You know what? I don't know why. I'm gonna go with Oregon. I just got a hunch. You think Bo Nix is gonna get the W? I think Bo Nix might get the W finally. Oh, don't boo me. I should boo you for. I should boo both of you for picking Green Bay last week. Yeah. It's the worst mistake of your. That was the. If I went over to Kansas to bet on that game, that would be the easiest money I would have ever won in my life. But. The next game, Texas Tech against NC State. NC State is, I get, if I if I read this correctly, is a ten and a half point favorite against Texas Tech. I'll take Texas Tech. I'll start. I'll go with Texas Tech this time. I don't know why. In terms of ten and a half, yeah, I would go with Texas Tech. Yeah, in terms of points wise, I'm going with Tech. So Ben is also going with Tech. Mr. Gordon, riding with the pack. He's going with the Wolf Pack. The next game. We got a good one here in in the state of Washington. Future ACC champions. That's a bold statement. That's a very bold statement. We have... The University of Michigan, the Michigan State University, ranked 11th in the nation, going to Husky Stadium to face the Washington Huskies. Washington is a three and a half point favorite. Who do we got? 
I don't want to say it, but I'm going Michigan State. Mm, interesting. Mr. Gordon. Going with the professionals, the Spartans. <sighs> That's, mm, I don't know, man. I'm going with Washington. I mean, not Washington, Michigan State. I'm going with Michigan State because Spartans' professions are... Might I remind you, Mr. Gordon, that Ohio State plays in the same conference as Michigan State. So, the next game... Wait, what does he have to say? He's typing. Oh, he stopped typing. Either way, the next game... The University of Miami playing Texas A&M. Texas A&M is a three and a half point favorite at home, by the way. This game five and a half? Yeah, five and a half. This game is in Kyle Field, by the way. I'm taking A&M on this. You're taking A&M? A&M's going to bounce back after that crushing loss to <laughs> Texas State. Bless you. Oh, first A&M screwed. We're all picking A&M. But I I would pick Miami, but they just haven't played anyone that's really good. They've yeah. just played big teams. Either way, the next game. Penn State and Auburn. Penn State is a three-point three favorite. I believe this game is in... Uh, yeah, this game is at Jordan Hare. So Penn State's a three-point favorite on the road against Auburn. I haven't heard anything out of Auburn at all this year. Nope, neither have so, I. I'm going Penn State on this one. Brock is riding with the SEC on this one and is picking Auburn. Is that correct? Is that what is this what this uh, SEC gift is uh, showing? Please say yes. I need you to verbally... Oh, no, wait. Oh, oh, okay. So you are picking Penn State. I need vo I need vocal confirmation saying that you're picking Penn State. Yes? Okay. I will. Looks like Auburn is winning then, since we're all riding Penn State. And then the final college book by Nalamar, as Brock likes to say. You have UTEP going against New Mexico. UTEP is a three-point favorite. Who do we have? UTEP. Got uh, UTEP? Yes, I I would like UTEP to win against the New Mexico Lobos, if I'm correct. I believe that is correct. Unfortunately, this is the game we're doing because there's no match in this week, sadly. So we had to find well, we had to we had to round out the seven games. We decided to do this one. Brock, who do you have? UTEP or New Mexico? Brock has New Mexico. I would have to agree with Brock, and I am riding with New Mexico. So that is it for the college games. I will recap what we have. We all have App State minus 12 and a half. I am the only one that's picking Oregon minus three and a half. Brock and Ben both have BYU. 
I Brock Brock is the only person that is riding with the wolf pack. Me and Ben have Texas Tech. We all have the Spartans. We all have the Aggies. And then we all have Penn State. And then Ben has UTEP. And then me and Brock have New Mexico State. So those are the college games. We will now transition to the professional gridiron. The first game is the Thursday night game. The home opener for the Kansas City Chiefs as the LA Chargers come in. Guys, the Chiefs are a three and a half point favorite at home. Who do we have? As someone who will be at that game and get to see part of it, and after going over those injuries that we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. I think uh, Kansas City will have that three and a half points. So Ben is going with the Chiefs. That's a football guy right there, if I've ever seen one. Brock is also picking the Chiefs. We gotta Who's realize it? they probably don't have Keenan Allen or JC Jackson. That's the thing, though. It's, it all depends on what happens this week. And I feel like they won't have those two. With that... Sorry, Chargers. I'm taking the Chiefs. Oh no, all three of us are picking up. Yep, that means they're that means the Chargers are gonna come in here and absolutely blow the doors off of the Chiefs. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. The next game is another interdivisional matchup. The Tampa Bay Buck the Tampa Bay Tom Brady's go into the dome to face the New Orleans Saints. Tampa is a three-point favorite on the road. I already know who I'm picking, so. Just knowing the, the history of uh, Tom Brady against uh, New Orleans. Yeah, he's like one in like... He's like one in... Oh, God. I'm, I'm just going with the... Uh, I'm going with the Saints. I'm going with the Saints. You, Brock, you better not fucking pick the Saints and put the voodoo on them. Brock... Tampa is a three-point favorite on the road. What is... Why am I seeing a gif of a mime? A French mime smoking a cigarette. That doesn't... That doesn't tell me who you're picking. (laughs) You're not picking the Saints! Do not put that voodoo on me! So are you picking the Saints then? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'll take that as a yes. Ooh, that's a very outdated gif. That's a very outdated gif. Brock is picking the Saints and has doomed us all. The next game, the Miami Dolphins go into Baltimore to face the Lamar Jacksons. The Baltimore Lamar Jacksons. Baltimore's a three and a half point favorite at home. Who do you have? I'm thinking Miami. I, you know what? They look really good against New England. Then again, New England is not that you know the evil empire we once knew. Yeah, and so I, I can't name a single one of their wide receivers. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna agree with Ben here. Yeah. We're, we're God. We all are picking the same team, so we could also pick the Dolphins. That gif is so outdated. It, when was this gif ever recorded? We're going to the Super Bowl? I don't think so this year. The Bills. 
But we're all right in Miami, plus three and a half. The next game, the Minnesota Vikings go into Philadelphia to face the Eagles. The Eagles are only a one and a half point favorite in this game. Only I know after mentioning mentioning the injury that a defensive end for the Eagles that Torres ACL is out for the season. Uh, he was supposed to be really, really good for the Eagles this year, and so on. Um, with with that being said, and then I mean Philadelphia played great against uh, Detroit, but I mean it's Detroit, and then how Minnesota played against Green Bay. I'm going Minnesota on this one. Going Minnesota? I am. Looks like Brock is going to skull as well with the Vikings. I don't know, man. Adrian, here's the thing, though. Watching the highlights from the Brown, uh, the Eagles Lions game, AJ Brown looked oh, really. Yeah. AJ Brown looked really good, and I mean really good. Yes, I noticed the game, Brock. You don't have to freaking remind me. Yes, I noticed the gift of said game. Out of spite, I'm taking Philly. Philly's looked really good. So, instead of picking the game because the number is just very odd, we are going to do the over-under for this game. Indianapolis goes into the place that they lost at the end of the season and cost them a playoff spot against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, the line for this game is a four-and-a-half point favorite for the... I'm really, Ben, really, really, you really had to do that. You really had to fucking do that, asshole. <laughs> Indianapolis and Jacksonville. The over-under for this game is 46-and-a-half. Notice how we're not doing the Stop. Both of you, stop. Okay, I'm, I'm done with that. Um, so we're not gonna do the, the point spread in this game because it's like a four and a half. And I'll all... take Jacksonville on that point I'm... spread, anyways. No, I would have taken Jacksonville on the spike. I would have taken Jacksonville on the spike. But we're gonna do the over under for this game. The over under is forty six and a half. Bed. Are you taking the over or the under for this game? Oh, under. Ben has under 46 and a half. Brock, do you have the over or under for this game? Really? You're picking the over 46 and a half. Um, I'm going to have to agree with Ben. And I'm taking the under 46 and a half. There's no way they're gonna score 50 points. Hell, Brock, since you technically have a Kansas address, you can go to Kansas Speedway and bet that game. Both teams scored more than last week. I get that, but remember, uh, nice. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much. Do we have anything else to talk about? Anything else, Ben? Uh, let me see real fast. 
recording. Yes, we. Uh, I'm checking my phone to see if we have anything else. Um. Oh, I'm gonna mention uh the school that uh is in college football wise that me and Brock thoroughly despise, and I'm not even gonna mention their name. Just say the University of Kansas. Starved West Virginia. Not completely, but they beat yeah, West that was, Virginia. Yeah, I kind of realized that was one thing I forgot to talk about is that Kansas has a better record than Nebraska. And they're Missouri. two and zero. Oh. They're two. They are two and zero. Oh. At this rate, they're guaranteed to beat Texas. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But other than that, do we have? But they ended up beating West Virginia. In overtime, fifty-five to forty-two. Yeah, this is this is your guys's personal hell. I've been in hell for the past five years with Scott Frost, but this right now is your guys's personal hell. Yeah. Anything else we get to talk about other than that? No. No. Wait, hey yo, what is this? What the? Hey yo, hey yo. All right. When did our old like, lineman do this, Brock? It seems, it seems like that's all we are talking. It seems we're at our ending point. Brock, where can you be found on Twitter? I'm out. At well, I'm Gordon 99. At, hey, what letters are capitalized? B and Brock. Correct. And G and Gorton. Correct. Ben. Brock Gordon 99. Ben, where can you be found on Twitter? I can be found at Elite Tiger Spore One. What is capitalized in your name? You should remember this. This is your name. Uh, come on, man! I don't think any of it's capitalized. Or, oh, actually, yeah, you might be right. Or it, it's either not capitalized at all, or it's the E, the T, and the S. I'm getting there, Brock. There you can go. find me on Twitter at dude underscore Rex fourteen. You can also check out the website. Um, this will definitely be linked in the YouTube video. Um, obviously, Ben's channel. Uh, I believe it's the same username, Elite Tiger Sport One. It's just, it's just Elite Tiger Sports for the YouTube channel. Elite, the E, the T, and Tiger, and the S in Sports is capitalized. Uh, check out my new video. It's currently popping off somehow. I don't know why. There's a lot of Kansas State fans commenting on it. But, yeah. So, that's something. Yep, and then you can follow the main uh, B-Card Entertainment at B-Card uh, YT. The B, the C, the Y, and the T are capitalized. So, yeah, you can follow us there. Um, you can listen to us wherever podcasts are available. But other than that, that's going to do it for this episode of Big Time Talkers. Um, I don't know if Macy did CSP or if it's we're doing a bi-weekly rotation now. I will be doing Wayne this week, so I'll be talking about wrestling. Um, so, All yeah. On bi-weekly, so Tommy will be talking about his stuff. And very helpful. Oh, she did have a, a CSP. What did she talk about? More cryptid stuff? Yes, okay. Cool. Sounds like she talked about more cryptic stuff. I will have Wayne this week while I'll be talking about wrestling and more dra- and more of the CM Punk uh, versus the Elite drama. And, um, yeah, wrestling and Ring of Honor. But other than that, it's going to do it for this episode of Big Time Talkers. 
the mime, this has been Tommy Haley. This has been Benjamin Duncan. And we have also... Oh, he spoke! He speaks! He speaks! But other than that, it's been another edition of the Ten Talkers. We'll see y'all next week.